I'm Anna Webb. Welcome to A Dog's Life. We've had a lovely Christmas eating and watching the telly. But the thing is, we've seen all of the good Christmas films. So that's why we're jumping on Zoom for this bonus episode to talk to Rosie Fuller of the Top Dog Film Festival. This is a virtual film festival that starts tonight, December the 27th, and it's repeated on January the 15th. It's just up our street. You'd never guess, hey, Binky. It's all about dogs. Rosie, welcome to A Dog's Life. Hi Anna, thank you so much. Lovely to talk to you. Oh no, it really is because um, when the news of this festival hit my inbox, I was just so overexcited, so overexcited. Tell us a little bit more on why this really is going to help dog lovers and pet parents get the best out of Christmas. Well, yeah, we hope so. It's a it's a collection of short films all about dogs, all about our four-legged friends and, um, you know, humans' incredible connection with dogs. Yeah, and they're all, it's um, nine short films. They're all very heartwarming and uplifting and they, you know, showcase our incredible relationship with this, with this fantastic animal that, that's such a huge part of everybody's life. Yes. Oh, I mean, this is so my type of thing. <laughs> so it's, on, it's online, isn't it, Rosie? So you, you don't really have to leave um, your front room to watch this. Exactly. You know, it's online. You can even watch with your pets. We um, normally in pre-COVID time, we, we would run it as a, as a theatre tour so people could come to the cinema or the theatre to come and watch. But a, lot, a lot of people say, well, we can't get a dog sitter, so we can't come and watch this great festival about dog films. So while we're obviously very sad about lockdown and it's you know, challenging so many people, a, a positive of it, it means that we're showing this uh, film festival virtually. And so you can just relax with your pets if you've got them and yet watch these lovely films. Yeah, and I think it's timely for lots of reasons, not only COVID and not being able to go anywhere, but because so many people have taken on dogs this year because of the pandemic. They've seemed to have been this go-to. Um, everybody's been wanting the healing qualities of, of a dog, you know, the companionship, the gateway to the outdoors that they give us. And of course, the natural de-stressors as well, and the best companions. And what a lot of people will be thinking, I think, is, gosh, this really is a commitment. I think a lot of people have rushed into bringing a dog into their life and many dogs early next year may be homeless in a rescue and looking for a new forever home, Rosie. And do you think these films that you've chosen for this festival might work to reignite the love, the interest, the knowledge, the fascination with those dogs? Um, I hope so, yes. I, yeah, I, I mean, I hope there aren't too many people who have, who have found that from taking on a dog. But yeah, there are, I mean, there are all sorts of incredible bonds and ways that, uh, you know, people change their lives to, to live with a dog in these films. There's um, a guy, a Californian a surfer called Ryan, and he adopts a rescue dog, uh, and Ryan, the dog's called Sugar. And Ryan's a surfer, uh, and so he just starts taking Sugar surfing with him. Well, Sugar, you want to go surfing today? You want to go surf? 
on any given day when there's people out there, when sugar comes out, the whole pier lines up with people and all the local rippers from here, they all support sugar and they're all super nice to her. And people just get stoked on sugar. So uh, that's kind of a lovely story and you know, shows how you can bring your dog into your everyday life. Well, that's it, you see, that's exactly it. Often I offer behavior advice to people and everybody thinks, gosh, well, training your dog, I haven't got time, you know, I haven't got time. Mm -hmm. But training your dog just fits in with everything you do normally in the day with your dog. And, you know, if you run, then take your dog running. If you surf, <laughs> take your dog surfing. Um, no, I, I love that. And dogs love surfing. I, I can't believe the sorts of dogs I've got actually would hate surfing because they're yeah. not. They're not water babies by their breed, but you, you often see a lot of bulldogs on surfboards, which kind of is remarkable, but it, it's their low center of gravity, you know, that makes them really good for skateboarding. Uh -huh. Yeah, and for surfing. It's interesting. Um, but there's loads of other films. Well, how many are there, actually? Good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's, there's nine films in total, and some of them are really short. I think the shortest one's about five minutes, and then we've got some longer ones, which are kind of 25 minutes, half an hour. So it's a real mix of, of longer and shorter films. And they cover all sorts of things. These aren't specially trained dogs, are they? These are just your normal Fido. Yeah, it's, it's a huge range of dogs, actually. So one of them is called Odd Jobs for Dogs, and it, it does feature some of the, the jobs that dogs do. They're, they're very, uh, maybe not the most obvious ones. So, um, for example, there's a, a seagull patrol dog in Sydney, uh, and their job is to chase the seagulls away from, from the uh, fancy restaurants uh, on the promenade around Sydney Opera House. So, I mean, it's kind of a job, but uh, <laughs> I think the dogs yeah. love it. And then, and then, you know, some of them are just regular dogs like, like Sugar, who now goes surfing. Uh, there's a lovely film called Land of the Strays about a lady who started her own sanctuary, dog sanctuary in Costa Rica, where she lives. Um, you know, she started off by just taking in one stray dog because she couldn't bear to see it on the streets. And now, now she's got more than a thousand in her sanctuary. So yeah, like, like it's, it's just various stories of all different, uh, if different dogs, not any sort of specialist dogs. But, you know, it's also about the people, these things, I think, um, and learning from what they've learned by spending time with their dog and and the the great bond, like, you know, Sugar going surfing. I mean, you know, Sugar and his owner will have this really tight bond now because he's kind of basically bothered to integrate sugar with a key aspect of his life. So they're going to be spending more time together. And I always say that unless you spend time with your dog, you're never really going to get to know your dog. I think so as well. And yeah, this, this, um, all of the films, you know, show how much the dogs love being out with their owners, whatever it is they do. Um, another, another case study in, in the odd jobs for dogs. <laughs> That's such a hard one to say. Uh, I love that title, by no, the way. Cause, you know, <laughs> I don't, cause I have to keep saying it. it. Another dog in that is, is Tiffany, who's a, um, a Shih Tzu and her owner is a, a state agent. And they just take Tiffany and put her in all the pictures of the houses they're saying. And, and the owner says, well, well, Tiffany loves it because she gets to spend time with me. You know, so the dogs don't necessarily mind too much what they're doing as long as they've got this bond with their owner and with their human. Yes, and think she's going around to see all this real estate and having a good <laughs> nose around, quite literally, you know, because, yeah. you know, by activating a dog's sense of smell, then you, you've kind of um, awakened this key aspect of dogs that I think we, we often take for, for granted, really. But it's all, all about experiences for dogs and fun adventures. So lucky Tiffany and 
I guess the spin-off of that is maybe Tiffany is pioneering more dog-friendly lets, maybe something that's quite in the news at the moment, in fact. Yeah, yes, yes, I hope so. She definitely inc- increases the number of people who, who view the properties by, by 50% uh, if, she, if she's in the photos compared to when she isn't in the photos. God, so I love that. Very good at, good at her job. Yeah, if you want to sell your house, just put a, put a dog in the pictures. Yes, gosh. See, who would have known that? You know, but you know, in fact, 55% of um, private landlords in the UK, uh, Rosie, have these awful no pet clauses, which could also be a reason why some dogs are facing homelessness. If, you know, tenants didn't super check with their landlord, mm-hmm. would it be all right for me to bring a dog in? And they're going to, you know, stay true to their, their pet clause, which is actually f- flying in the face of government guidelines. But we digress. But I think Tiff could be really flying the flag there without even knowing it yes I hope so yeah that would be fantastic now the top dog film festival so it originated in Australia is that right yes that's right it's been going in Australia for the last four or five years I think and so anyone who's made made an inspirational film about a dog uh, enters the film into that festival and then we choose some of the best ones to, to bring to the UK and Ireland so these have been selected from hundreds of entries I think so, yep, yep, quite a few. So it's quite a tough job, obviously, because there are so many nice, nice ones to choose. But. I bet. No, I'm an impossible job, really. I, you know. Um, so what in particular do you think makes a film more British than Australian? Or is that a silly question? Oh, I, I mean, I think Brits love a, love a kind of underdog story, don't they, for sure. So um, the Surfing with Sugar film that I mentioned, you know, Sugar's a, a sort of street dog. And also her own Orion says that he, you know, kind of struggles with interaction with humans. So having a dog really helps him talk to people. I think some people, you know, find that with their dogs. It's a, it's a way of helping them socialise. You know, if you see someone in the park when you're walking your dog, it, you've got a way of chatting to them, which you might not have if you didn't have a pet with you. But yeah, I, I mean, I think all the films, we just look for a, for a good story. Also, so we've got some with some beautiful cinematography and and camera work for uh, we've got a film about skiing with your dog so there's obviously some lovely dogs in the mountains and snow footage footage with that as well so yeah lovely story and some some gorgeous dog footage yeah, and I saw a clip, um, well, you put a wonderful trailer, actually, which um, I, I certainly will be putting out on all, all my social channels. And in the trailer, you've also got a stunning clip of a team of huskies and with a lovely female pet parent who's just, oh, you know, in ecstasy in, in these woods. I don't know whether it's Canada or Norway or somewhere, so, yeah. not London. It's, right on, it's in um, Minnesota, which is right, right on the Canadian border of the States. So yeah, it, it's one of the snowiest parts of the States. We've raised a lot of dogs, and a common question I often get is how do we teach them to pull? And the fact is I have never taught a dog how to pull. It's purely instinctual from hundreds or thousands of generations before them. And everything they do, that's their biggest desire is to be out on the trail. These dogs would do anything for us. And from the moment they're born to the last beat of their heart, they would give us 100%. And we owe it to them to be worthy of that kind of devotion. I can't describe the feeling I have when I think about these dogs that pull me a thousand miles across Alaska. It's just hard to hard to put into words. 
yeah, and just, you know, it just reminds you how close to nature they all are at that point. And, and it's a, a timely reminder, really, that we generally, I think, you know, getting a bit philosophical here, we've, we've lost touch with nature. And that's another aspect, of course, that dogs can make us think, gosh, yes, there's birds, you know, even living yes. in London. And I think that's... Uh, something that COVID has um, inspired more awareness of, but something that I think is, you know, innate in us humans and we, and we mustn't underestimate it. And dogs can help us there again. Yeah, they really can. Yeah, I think the, um, the benefits of, of the great outdoors or, you know, and even if that's just your local park have really been shown in, in lockdown again. And yeah, like you say, having a dog, it, you know, you're just that bit more in touch with nature. I think you're kind of more likely to check the weather forecast than someone who, who knows they have got to go out at five in the morning. So like you say, even small things like that, a dog really helps you keep, keep in touch with nature, which is so good for mental health and just general happiness. Yes. And of course, meeting people. I mean, you know, owning a dog, you do become a member of the the club um and once you're in the club it's literally you know a gateway to meeting new people and connecting naturally without you know using any social media handles to relate to people in in real life and in the moment oh but you know i'm the converted dogs really are are our savior they are set to save us from ourselves but tell us more about the festival because it's not just about watching the movies no that's right we wanted to make it more than just pressing play on some films um so if you if you buy a ticket which will cover your whole household um you get access to kind of our, our backstage zone uh, you get 48 hours to watch the films so if you can't watch them you know at seven o'clock on the night that they start then that's that's fine you've got the whole weekend um and then also we've got a kids zone which is aimed at young young dog dog, dog lovers and animal lovers uh, we've got a quiz so you can test your doggy knowledge um, we've got a, a, an interview with some of the filmmakers. So, for example, the, um, the family who have those Siberian Huskies, there's an interview with them so you can find out more about their lifestyle and more about their, their they've got 60 Huskies. So, yeah, a bit more information about some of the films. And there's also a, a prize draw for lots of lovely dog-related goodies as well. Sounds amazing. So, um, gosh, so when you say the kids zone, is that sort of educating young children in how to approach a dog or what they can expect when they meet their first puppy? That sort of thing and more kind of fun activities as well. So, you know, um, easy ways to draw a fantastic dog that I bet you didn't think you could do. It even means that I can draw a dog. And, you know, some activities as well as that. There's a, um, a webcam as well for um, one of the films is about a wolf sanctuary and a dog wolf sanctuary. So there's a webcam there so you can see some of those uh, animals as they are in the wilderness. Wow. So really... Um... <laughs> you know the the top dog festival top dog film festival is going to you know be loads better than going down to your local cinema because there's literally so much um to investigate well i hope so yeah or i hope it'll match it we we do obviously love putting on a show at the cinema as well but um yeah this this will give you loads more to do for sure yeah, definitely. And I guess, you know, there's opportunities to share on social media and maybe connect, We, you know, in that respect as well. But who invented this idea? Because I love it, because they must be a dog lover. I think so, yeah. I think they were just some, some dog lovers in Australia and we um, saw what they were doing and we thought, well, you know, so many people in the UK love dogs. I, as I mentioned, we normally travel around the country, so I don't have my own dog, but my brother's got a, a beautiful rescue border collie called Barney, who's been in the family for like about 14 years maybe so he's getting on a bit yeah so I've, I've always loved dogs so we just wanted to 
to bring the festival over to the dog lovers in the UK as well. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Well, hopefully, you know, the next one that you do will be in cinemas. We can we can hope for that. But my big question is, you know, how would you ensure that people could bring their dogs with them? Well, yeah, that's tough. We'll have to look for some outdoor venues. Or I think um, if, you know, having seen how well virtual shows have gone and, you know, the appetite for this show, I think maybe we'll try and do do both. So have a virtual option available for people who who can't come with their dogs or, you know, people who can't make it to the cinema. I know, but here's a top idea for you. Okay, something that I think is probably the most inspired development of the dog-friendly boom, really, um, I would say since about 2013. The thing that's really appealed to me was in 2017, the Picture House Central at Piccadilly, they offer dog-friendly screenings once a month on a Sunday morning. And literally, you get a seat for your dog and a seat for yourself, and they sell you know, popcorn and dog-friendly ice cream and everything for humans as well. And you literally enjoy a movie with your dog sat on a blanket that's provided beside you. And this has really, you know, taken the market by storm. And I actually think it was, it's brilliant. I've, I've gone to several screenings, loads. I went through a phase of going <laughs> every month, actually. So it's a brilliant idea. And it offers a great training opportunity as well for some dogs that perhaps don't like settling in one place for more than five minutes. So it, it, it's a training opportunity. Everything is a training opportunity in my, in my house. Yes. <laughs> but that could be an option. Maybe approach them. Yes, I've written it down. That sounds like a great <laughs> idea. That would be lovely. I yeah. think obviously our films do have a you know the odd bit of barking and kind of howling in. So if you if you know that your dog kind of barks at the telly when there's when there's other animals on there, then that could be. I mean, that would be you know a great free for all as well. I know, but the funny thing is, they tend not to bark when it's extraordinary when the lights go down. Mm, of there's, there's quiet there's the odd yeah, one or wow. two you know I mean I took Prudence my my lively miniature bull terrier to um the screening of the Isle of Dogs you know that brilliant cartoon and basically all the picture house central cinemas that day were dog friendly so we went down to our local Hackney one and yeah there was one bit where I was actually quite afraid so I nearly jumped out of my seat uh-huh. and then Prudence this is instinct kicks in there was a hologram and it basically looked like this oh. owl was literally coming out of the screen, like really clever technology. Wow. And Prue obviously saw it, proving they do watch the screen. Yes. Oh, she jumped up, literally, she's in the air, ready to grab this owl, which was clearly <laughs> so, so everyone's sitting behind <laughs> us, just sort of see Prudence reaching like that, you're not yeah. going to kill us and, and attack it because it disappeared. And then she just <laughs> flopped down and landed clumsily in my lap you know and I thought oh god I hope no one's hope we haven't ruined anything for anybody but yeah it's quite funny because it proved to me you know they really do watch the screen because I've never been totally sure if they do or not but yes so it's 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 fascinating this cinema experience you know and I just think it's because everyone relaxes don't they when they they watch a film so you know you might go in with troubles over a deadline or something else on your mind but when you get totally absorbed into a movie you're you're transported into a different area of your brain you know it's entertainment it's happy hormones and of course dogs smell when our cortisol levels drop so if the room is filled with humans where they've got calm cortisol levels it all promotes a massive sense of calm and positive energy Yes, yeah, that sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's complete escapism, I think, going to watch something like that and hopefully watching our our show at home. No, definitely. So now the dates, 
we've got one coming up uh, the, the 27th of December yeah and the 15th of Jan I can't wait I'm, I'm going to definitely book to do both so how would I go about doing this Amazing. Well, it is, it is the same films at each. So we'd, we'd love to see you at both, but you know, you will be watching the same show. So it's probably best to pick one. Okay. Um, and then the, the website is www.topdogfilmfestival.co.uk. And then you can just buy a virtual pass and we'll send you all the, all the login details. It's very straightforward. And then do you have those films forever or is it just for a limited period? Uh, for, for a 48 hour viewing window. So that's yeah, hopefully long enough and you can dip in and out if you can't kind of sit, sit and watch them in one period. And that's so exciting because you can really build up the excitement if you've got children and make it a really great family experience, you know, a, a, a date to watch. Yes, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, it should be a lovely event for all of, all of the family. Well, I, I really hope that um, your brother's dog Barney will be watching. I hope so too, yeah. Barney, yeah, Barney's changed so much. They got him as a, you know, fairly wild rescue dog and they've now got two kids and he's, you know, he's lovely. So yeah, hopefully he will enjoy it. Well, I hope so too. And I, I, I'm sure he will, Rosie. And, um, <laughs> you know, gosh, thank you, you know, so much. This is um, great. And would you keep us updated with how things go and what your plans are for next year and taking it to the Picture House Central, maybe? Yeah, I, I'd certainly, yeah, I'd love to, I'd love to. And we'd love to see anyone's photos if they've got pictures of them watching watching the uh, Top Dog Film Festival with their pets. We'd love to hear from you guys as well. So, so how would they do that? Yeah, find find us on Facebook or Instagram. We're on we're on both the, of those channels and and send them in, and we'll have have a look and send one back probably. Fantastic! I love that. Well, Rosie, thank you so much, and all the best for this. And um, we'll definitely be be watching. <laughs> Brilliant! Thank you so much. Well, that's our show, Mr. Binks. What did you think? Yes, I know you're looking forward to watching Sugar the Surfing Dog. That's because I am too. What did you think? I hoped you liked this little Christmas bonus. And if you did, please subscribe to A Dog's Life with Anna Webb on your favorite podcast app, as we're on all of them. Thanks to Rosie Fuller of the Top Dog Film Festival. You'll find all the ticket information that you need in the show notes. Thanks also to Mike Hansen at Pod People Productions for all the music and production. And you can follow them at Pod People UK. For more about me, I'm at Anna Webb Dogs. See you next Sunday for the first episode in 2021. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>